Chapter Five of Curly by Roger Pocock. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Matt Perard. Chapter Five. Back to the Wolf Pack. Being given to raising fowls, I'm instructed on eggs a whole lot. Killed young. An egg is a sure saint, being a pure white on the outside and inwardly a beautiful yellow. But since she ain't had no chance to go bad she's not responsible but when an egg has lingered in this wicked world exposed to heat cold and other temptations she succumbs becoming weary of her youth and shamed of virtue so she participates in vice to the best of her knowledge and belief yes an old egg is bad every time and the more bluff she makes with her white and holy shell the more she's rotten inside a whited sepulchre i reckon it's been the same with me for at holy cross i was kept good and fresh by the family shell white and yolk i was good aid then with no special inducements to vice now i know in my poor old self what an uphill pull it is trying to reform a stale egg in those days when i thought i was being good on my own merits i had no mercy on bad eggs like poor mccalmont however much he tried to reform balshannon took me aside and wanted to know if he could trust this robber so far as you can throw a dog said i that night the lady fed alone and we dined in the great hall the patron at the head of the table mccalmont and curly on one side the padre and me on the other curly's ankle being twisted and wrapped up most painful in wet bandages the priest allowed that he couldn't ride away with his father but had better stay with us curly shied at that i won't stay none he growled but mccalmont began to talk for curly explaining that robbery was a poor vocation in life full of uncertainties he wanted his son to be a cowboy if he rides for me says i he'll have to herd with my mexicans they're greasers but curly's white and they won't mix i'd rather says mccalmont for arizona cowboys are half wolf anyway but this outfit is all dead gentle and good for my cub then the boss offered wages to curly and the priest took sides with him so curly kicked and i growled but the boy was left at holy cross to be converted and taught punching cows as to mccalmont he rode off that night gathered his wolves and jumped down on mr george ryan at the jim crow mine near grave city he wanted compensation for not getting any plunder out of holy cross so he robbed mr ryan of seventy thousand dollars the newspapers in grave city sobbed over poor mr ryan and howled for vengeance on mccalmont's wolves curly read the newspaper account and was pleased all to pieces then he howled all night because he was left behind it took me some time to get used to that small youngster who was a whole lot older and wiser than he looked he had a room next to my quarters where he camped on a bed in the far corner and acted crazy if ever i tried to come in because he insisted on keeping the shutters closed that room was dark as a wolf's mouth a sort of den where one could see nothing but his eyes 
glaring green or flame-colored like those of a panther if he slipped he curled up like a little wild animal one ear cocked one eye open ready to start broad awake at the slightest sound once i caught him sucking his swollen ankle which he said was a sure good medicine i have seen all sorts of animals dress their own wounds that way but never in a human except little curly as to his food he would eat the things he knew about but if the taste of a dish was new to him he spat as if he were poisoned at first he was scared of lady balshannon hated the patron and surely despised me but one day i saw him limping attended by four of our dogs and a brace of cats across to the stable yard i sneaked upstairs to the roof and watched his play there must have been fifty ponies in the yard and every person of them seemed to know curly for those who were loose came crowding round him and those who were tied began whickering horses have one call soft and low which they keep for the man they love and one after another gave the love cry for curly he treated them all like dirt until he came to rebel an outlaw stallion once rebel tried to murder a mexican several times he had pitched off the best of our bronco busters always he acted crazy with men and savage with mares yet he never even snorted at curly but let that youngster lead him by the mane to a mounting block then waited for him to climb up and trotted him round the yard tame as a sheep curly said i from the roof and the boys stiffened at once hard and fierce curly that horse is yours i know that said curly can't you see for yourself the dogs loved curly first then the horses and next the mexican cowboys but at last he seemed to take hold of all our outfit he thawed out slowly to me then to the patron and the old priest afterwards even to lady balshannon so we found out that this cub from the wolf pack was only fierce and wild with strangers but inside so gentle that he was more like a girl than a boy he was rather wide at the hips bow-legged just a trace and when his ankle healed we found he had a most tremendous grip in the saddle the balance of a hawk yes that small slight delicate lad was the most perfect rider i've seen in a world of great horsemen the meanest horse was tame as a dog with curly while in tracking scouting and natural sense with cattle i never knew his equal yet as i said before he was small weak badly built more like a girl than a boy with strangers he was a vicious young savage with friends like a little child he did a year's work on the range with me and that twelve months i looked back to as a sort of golden age at holy cross we were raising the best horses and the finest cattle in arizona prices were high and the patron was too busy to have time for cards or drink over at grave city and even the lady braced up enough to go for evening rides and then the honorable james duchesne rode home to us from college the patron and his lady were making a feast for their son the cowboys were busy as a swarm of bees decorating the great hall the padre fluttered about like a black moth getting in everybody's way so curly and i rode out on the lordsburg trail to meet up with the honorable jim 
I hate him, Curly snarled. Why for, boy? Dunno, I hate him. I told Curly about my first meeting with that same little boy, Jim, age six, and him turning his hot gun loose against hostile Indians, shooting gay and promiscuous, scared of nothing. I hate him, snarled Curly between his teeth. Last night the lady was reading to me yonder on the rooftop. Well, there was a big chief on the range, an old longhorn called Abraham and his little old squaw, Sarah. They'd a boy in their lodge like me, another woman's kid, not a son, but good enough for them while they was plumb lonely. That Ishmael Coke was sure wild, came of bad stock like me. His hand, says the book, will be up again every man and every man's hand again him. I reckon that colt came of robber stock, same as me. But I allow they'd liked him some until their own son came. Then their own son came. A surely heap big warrior called Isaac, and the old folks, they didn't want no more outlaw colts running loose around on their pasture. They surely turned that Ishmael out to die in the desert. Look up thar, Chalkeye in the north, and you'll see this Isaac a-coming on the dead run for home. Curly, says I, this young chief won't have no use for old Chalkeye. He'll want to boss on his own home range, and it's time he started in responsible to run Holy Cross. At the month's end, I quit from this outfit, and I'm taking up a ranch five miles on the far side of Grave City. Thanks to the Patron, I've saved ponies and cattle enough to stock my little ranch yonder. Will you come at forty dollars a month and punch cows for Chalkeye? No, I won't, never. I come from the wolf pack, and I'm going back to the wolf pack to be a wolf. That's where I belong, there in the desert. He swept out his hand to the north, and there, over a rise of the ground, I saw young Jim DeChesney coming on the dead run for home. End of chapter five.